Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues in that urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash We are back with episode 21 of the Urban Wire. Um, we're here um, tonight. Um, we have a lot to cover. Um, this is going to be a special edition um, show. Um, and originally, I was going to take a week off, but I think you know, with you know all the events that's you know that has taken place, um, particularly in the last 24 hours um, or 28, yeah, 24 to 48 hours, um, I think thought that was necessary to get online and um, do a show tonight. And um, with us, as always, we have Michael Snyder. Um, Michael, are you online? Yes, I am. Okay. So how have you been uh, this past uh, uh, couple weeks? Uh, very good. Uh, updated a little bit on my website, Sunrise Humanity, and uh, got that slowly creeping along. Other than that, same stuff, same stuff. Yeah. Um, today we're gonna have a pretty jam packed show. We got a lot of good clips for you. We have a lot of good commentary. Just wanted everybody to know if you're listening live, feel free to call in at area code six four six nine one five eighty two hundred. Um, tonight we're gonna be talking about specifically about the whole entire bin Laden um situation and um we just want to get the community's uh, opinion on that and their feelings on behind that. Um, I posed the question earlier on Facebook, what were you doing when you heard the news? And uh, um, I got a response from someone on our page, and I'm going to bring, I'm going to probably uh, talk about that a little later. Um, we're going to also talk about um, the whole entire Donald Trump um, issue as far as like um, – um, um, Obama's like um, place of birth and that the entire controversy and stuff like that. I have a couple clips for that. Um, you know, we're gonna probably talk about that later. You know, we have a little uh, humor. You know, kind of lighten things up. So we have, we have a pretty jam packed show. Uh, we're gonna open up the chat room. Uh, momentarily, so those who want to, uh, that would like to join the chat room, we're going to um, have that opened up here shortly. Um, and starting next week, I'm hope, hoping to do this next week or the next couple weeks, I want to do something a little different. So I know a lot of you guys have Yahoo Messenger. So what I'm thinking about doing is having a messenger line where you can um, send in your questions or your comments that way. 
Um, I'll, I'll let you guys know more details on that. But also, like I said, join our Facebook page. Um, we are under the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers. I'm pretty sure you can put in UCOFW. And don't forget, you can get, go on iTunes and um, listen to our previous shows for free. You can get on there and download those. Or you can um, also go to blogtalkradio.com slash UCOFW, and you can always listen. Now, I think they took away the feature where you can actually download the shows. Now, me as me as a host, I can still download my own shows, but uh, I think they're no longer doing where you, you can still listen to previous shows, but you just can't download them. So just keep all that in mind. Um, also, subscribe to our YouTube page. And uh, I think, Michael, yeah, you have one as well. So it's, uh, so make sure you subscribe to his as well. Um, trying to make sure I get everything, um, got, trying to get all the preliminaries out of the way. Um, I'm going to probably jump to a song real quick, a song or two, and then we're going to come back and jump right into things. Um once again, you can hit us up at 646-915-8200. Um, just call in, and um, if you have a comment, I think they'll prompt you to uh, where you can, like, kind of, I guess, just, like, raise your hand and get attention. So just make sure if you want to uh, say something, make sure you just uh, Press one. Uh, chime on in. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go to our first song, and when we come back, we'll jump right into things. Man. 
All right, welcome back to the Urban Wire, episode 21. And tonight we have a lot to discuss. Um, before we get started, I'm going to go to the lines really quick to see if anyone has to anything to say before we jump into our topic for the evening. Um, 828, are you just listening at this point, or do you have a comment or a question? 
Yeah, it, it was like that, but I was like, wow, you know. But to me now, I'm kind of, it, it kind of makes me feel good, but still at the same time, like, you you know, you get that sense of relief for a minute. Mm-hmm. Then again, reality steps in and says, wow, we just killed, like, one of the top leaders of, you know, Al-Qaeda. And Al-Qaeda is, like, one of the most, like, cutthroat and most vicious terrorist organizations on earth. So Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, we just killed one of their top leaders. So what's next? You know, that's the question that I want to pose tonight. What's what's next? And if anybody has anything to say, once again, call in at 646-915-8200 because we, okay, we, okay, we carried out this mission. And, and of course, like, um, um, you know, we're all excited, you know, we're all, you know, happy and, you know, justice has been served on some level, but still we have a lot to uh, to consider as well. So, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, do you think that we're safer now? I think personally that it's definitely a step in the right direction, but it's not an excuse for us to let our guard down. There's always going to be a terrorist oh, out there somewhere. There's always going to be something around the next bend, you know. Not to mention the backlash from the from the Taliban or whichever agency it's actually with. Uh, there's always going to be another attempt around the corner. We can't get lazy. Even I noticed the State Department. So anyone that happens to be planning on traveling abroad um, out of the country, the State Department has issued a warning saying, "Hey, American citizens." Do good to take a little extra caution when traveling due to the this incident that has occurred. Yeah, I, and honestly, I I really think that this is a time where I think uh, Americans like that's that's a good point, and I, I I do feel that this is a time where they should kind of like refrain from from traveling abroad because you know you never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, over here we we look at it as a wonderful thing, but overseas, I mean, who who knows how they feel about it? It depends what corner of the planet you're on. Right, that's true. That's very true. Um, so, there's extreme what I want to do really quick. Okay, what I want to do really quick is uh, play this clip from the Associated Press, kind of like breaking down the timeline of events leading up to this. Um, and um, just to just to educate the audience a little bit, to let you know, give a little background on this, you know. Um, and when we come back from this qu- this quick clip, I uh, I'm gonna see uh, what you, what you think about this, and um, I'm gonna probably give my opinion as well. And then also coming up here too in a little bit, I want to play a clip from um, I guess the Associated Press interviewed one of um, Osama's, like, one of his sons. His name is Omar, but he claims to be, like, on a like on the total opposite side of, of the spectrum when it comes to um, his father's, you know, ideas and practices and stuff like that, too. So we're going to play that in a little bit, but we're going to jump to this clip of um, the timeline of events, and then we're going to come back and discuss that. President Barack Obama says the intelligence about Osama bin Laden's whereabouts began flowing to him in August. 
It was far from certain, and it took many months to run this thread to ground. I met repeatedly with my national security team as we developed more information about the possibility that we had located bin Laden hiding within a compound deep inside Pakistan. It was in suburban Islamabad with security gates and walls as high as 18 feet ringed with barbed wire. Intelligence officials believed it was built five years ago to protect a major terror figure. The question had been, which one? Each time the CIA asked itself, the answer was the same. By mid-February, officials say the intelligence that bin Laden lived there was clear enough that the president wanted to pursue an aggressive course. He led several National Security Council meetings solely focused on whether bin Laden was there, and if so, how to get him. On Friday, April 29th, the president issued the order to get bin Laden without sharing the intelligence with allies like Pakistan. The operation was simply too delicate. Helicopters carrying members of the Navy's elite SEAL Team 6 swooped in on the luxury hideout in the early Monday darkness. After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden and took custody of his body. A U.S. official says bin Laden's remains have already been buried at sea, since finding a country to accept his body would have been tough. Sagar Magani, Associated Press, the Pentagon. All right, we're back. Um, once again, that was a clip from the Associated Press breaking down the timeline of events that took place. Um, so hearing that, like, um, how do you feel, like, knowing that this this whole um, event has been kind of, like, planned for months on end? This just wasn't something that was planned overnight. How do you feel about that? Do you think Well, that, I uh, guess any good uh, military operation does take a lot of planning and unfortunately, of course, we wanted to get him 10 years ago, but you know, I'm glad that the all in all, at the end of the day, we got him. He's dead. He's not going to keep being a pain in the world. Hey, all the better. Great, wonderful. And a big thank you to our armed services has to go out there. I don't know what this Elite Team 6 is exactly. From what I've heard, I've heard that they're a little bit of the older group of uh, SEAL teams, mm -hmm. that they're a little bit older bunch of them as opposed to mm -hmm. a fresher, younger group. And I'll tell you what, for these guys to make it in there and make it out and not get hurt themselves, they must, their pants must clank when they walk. Okay. Um, or eight two eight eight two eight. Um, I see you have your hand up. Um, did you have a comment? Hey, what's going on, brother? It's Jr. Hey, what's going on, Mister Jr.? We haven't heard from you in um several episodes. What's what's been going on with you? Oh man, you you know my deal with whole work thing. I just trying to make ends meet till the sixteenth. But now to top things off on a personal note, you know it. I got the kids having mono and all, so it, it, I, I had my hands full here. But yeah, I, you, you asked earlier, you know, what, what, where was you at? What was you doing? I tell you what I was. I was sitting there playing Grand Theft Auto on my PS3. All of a sudden, my wife <laughs> called, hollers at me, "Hey, that large is dead!" I'm like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
And you know what? I really think that a lot of people were in that boat. A lot of people were like, man, I, this this can't be true. I said, but you know what? Like, to me, um, I, I had, man, I, I'm going to need to at least know that there's some DNA evidence, like, to prove that this this was the actual person because, I mean, Absolutely. this guy, like I said, he was, he's like the king of hide-and-go-seek. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, I was right there with the snipe and uh you know Santa Claus and uh real myself. I mean this guy like I it was like he's almost like I don't know I like I like Michael, I know you, you use this term he, he you typically we use this term he he's made of Teflon. You know, it's like he's like yeah. one of those people that you, you cannot like he he's like a cockroach. He's like a roach. You can't get rid of him, you know. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. It was just so hard to believe because I mean, this is like like I said, this is one of the most feared and revered people as for you know in Al Qaeda, and like like people people don't realize how evil and cutthroat this organization is. I mean, they are worldwide. You know, you you, you see what they did on nine eleven. I mean, this is not an organization to play around with, and their top leader has been killed by our government. So, you and know, it, it was just what mm-hmm. – Not to take away from 9-11, but let's not forget also, the you know, the civilian contractors that they capture and decapitate online. You know? Yeah. They, yeah. They, like, what, what, yeah, do you remember those, yeah, those journalists that were going over there and they were – Capturing those journalists, like them journalists, and like beheading them on camera, and having people make you know videos and torture them and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, people, people should be every single day should be thankful and grateful that they live under this security blanket that we know as the United States. You know, where you don't have to. You totally right about that because. And you know it, it's. I, I tell you, man. I uh, uh, Bin Laden is. You know, you think of Al Qaeda. The very first thing you think of is nine eleven. The second thing you think of is Bin Laden. You know. Mm-hmm. So we've just taken out the figurehead. Uh, you, you know, the, the figurehead of the of the place. Just like when. Uh, Oh, what was his name? Um, 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 uh, oh God, what was his name? Uh, oh, when he passed, uh, he died of cancer not that long ago, a couple of years back. But he was uh, the leader of Hamas Saddam? for some time. No, not Saddam. Okay. Uh, uh, he was always arguing with the Jews over uh, saying, uh, you know, the Gaza Strip and how they should give back Jerusalem. Um, trying to think of what his name was. Everyone made fun of him over the turban that he wore because it looked like a tablecloth from an Italian diner. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of his name. Yeah, a lot of people could be described that way. Uh, But, uh, yeah, he he was always arguing with Sharon, who was the leader of of, uh, Israel at the time. Oh, I just had him in the. Uh, I, I got him. I, I'm picturing him, and I can't think of his name right now. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just like him, when 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 he passed away, you know, the figurehead of Hamas went away. You know, right? And right. It's not that Hamas still is inactive right now. It's just we haven't heard anything from them because there's not a new figurehead. You know, right? Right. Now what's going to happen is, you know, a group like Al Qaeda has got. Uh, a chain of command, but now amongst the lowerarchy of that chain of command, they're going to be fighting each other to see who's going to take over again. You know, it's just going to be who's going to be the next alpha. And it's, you know, hey, let them fight it amongst themselves is what I say. Yeah. I don't want to take themselves out because of that, but I mean, I, you know, it's it's going to be, but you know what? A lot of people don't realize is he has a lot of like sons and a lot of you know, um, a lot of you know he, he has people that can easily probably step step into that spot too. Oh, so absolutely. But see that that's the thing with groups like that. It's based. It's just like in Africa. In Africa, a lot of the governments are ran by local warlords. You know. It's the same deal here, you know. Like for, and I'll use one country in particular, Liberia. Liberia is known for its, uh, like its. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm just. I've had so much going on that I'm having. I'm at a loss for words. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I'm, I'm it's, that mm-hmm. it's been its own civil war now for the better part of 15 years, where people are just killing each other's yeah, bodies all over the streets of Liberia. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, being eaten up by wild dogs and jackals, you know, but that's just how it is. Mm. Those warlords taking what they can get to use for their own benefit. You know, there's no right. government within it, and that's the same deal with Al-Qaeda. There is not a government in it. There's an idealism. And it's a big right. difference between the two. A government has got a sense of order, whereas an idealism is just that. It's an idea, and everything else is based on it. There's no rules, no regulations. The only things that they have is um, um, Sharia law, Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> but, but, you know, they, they go, they base their... their Beliefs based on what the Quran literal translation would be. Mm-hmm. You know that's not a bash on Muslims whatsoever. You know, right. uh, they're great peace-loving Muslims. The majority, ninety-nine percent of them are. You know, and and you brought up a good point too. And this, and, and you know, and I'm glad that Obama stressed this point too. And I think I had this clip, and I'm going to probably play it here in a second, um, where he stressed the fact this is not a war on anyone. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, because a lot of people in America, especially you have a lot of these, you know, right-wing news organizations that try to paint this picture as a war on Islam, and it's not that. And see, we get distracted when we look at it from that point of view. Because if anything, 
the people that were mostly oppressed by him were the people that practiced Islam. Exactly. That's exactly right. So we can't make it an issue to where we want to demonize this whole religion when you can even take, okay, you can even take, if you want to go edit that route, you can even look at some of these extremist uh, uh, Christians mm-hmm. that feel that it's it's acceptable to uh, kill off anybody that's not this way or this, that, and the other. Well, you, you know, you, you know, brought up there. Just take a look at all these Christian groups that have gone out bombing abortion clinics. I, I'm yeah, my point is exactly. They call them right? You know, they they got a higher power to be judged by, not myself. You know, okay. and, you know, right. And and then that's that's the judgment. I say, and, and the judgment they're gonna face in the afterlife. In the afterlife, is far more. You know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, in our favorite people in the world, that fundamentalist church out of Kansas that's going out protesting all the, you know, uh, military funerals because for one objective or another thing that this is God's punishment to us because he he don't like homosexuality or he doesn't like this or he doesn't like that, you know? Hey, war is an ugly system is all there is to it. You know? mm-hmm. Casualties in war. Every last one of us signed up for the United States Armed Forces realize that there's a very good chance that we're going to get killed in war. It's just yep. how, you know, we don't we don't sign up for the military and say you know it's not like we're signing up for the Peace Corps and all of a sudden we die. I'm not bashing on the Peace Corps; they do great work, and God knows our work is definitely under undermined by you know all these other groups out there, and it's extremely hazardous. But you know what I'm saying? It's not like we're going out. Oh, I, I wish I could use uh, better examples, like, but you know, it's not like we. It's not like we're. The, okay, here we go. It's not like we're the uh, quality control individual in a fluffy teddy bear factory. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, here's drop dead because of asbestos or what? So you know. No, it's not that. You, you know, these gentlemen realize they're putting their lives on the line. Now, it could be because they need to get out of the situation. You know, like maybe they just wanted to get out from where they live. God knows that's what I did. Or maybe they wanted to have a better opportunity in life or they were seeking a discipline that maybe they didn't have, you know. Or maybe they just see the world. You know, whatever their reason was for listing, I know personally, I signed them papers. We signed a statement that we realized that there is a war. It's a possibility mm-hmm. that our lives, you know, we're going to get killed in war. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's just right. you acknowledging that the possibility is there, you know. 
It doesn't mean mm. you're going. But, you know, I thought the president did a great job with his speech, you know. Uh, and as uh, who's the other guy that was on the phone there? Uh, this is my co-host, Michael Snyder. Michael, you have, yeah, I was going to tell you, you have anything that you wanted to add really quick? No, nope, I'm just, just going up the- here listening. Okay, okay. Mike there well, has said that these SEAL guys were, were clinking as they were walking. Let me tell you what, man. That These guys that did that job, I mean, these are gentlemen that have been in areas that, you know, they, the chance for survival, been in missions, the chance of survival is next to zero. Yeah, and I can't blame the president for wanting a more seasoned group to go in there when you're dealing with something of this high of a priority. Absolutely, because you don't want to, a lot of these younger guys. They go, yeah, going here and they ready to, you know, yeah, you know, you know, they ready to just shoot up some people. You, 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 you're going, you're saying the best of the best against public enemy number one. That's all there is. You know, yeah. it, it, the president did a great job with it. I mean, and like I said, he 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 really set out to find China for this. You know, you don't want, you know, you're dealing with someone (laughs) of that high of the caliber. You do not want to use some cheap ass dollar store cuttery, and you don't want to use no damn plastic plate that's gonna bend up in the fire. You don't want that. You want to use that hard china. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that our younger field guys. Very good at their profession. However, there's something to be said for experience. Extreme <laughs> electricity of uh, the people, you know. That, that's mm-hmm. all there is. I mean, he, he, he uh, in all honesty, when it came to that decision, uh, I, you know me, brother, I, I give credit where credit is due no matter where I stand in the issue. And the man did a great job. I can't, I can't take that away from him. And these gentlemen, oh. God bless them. I, I, if it was up to me, they'd give them a ticker tape parade or, you know, something. Well, hey, I noticed here, uh, and I personally have questioned over the years, not anything to do with the administration, but over the years I have questioned if the military had it just didn't seem like the military or the CIA was what it used to be. Back in the day of the CIA and the KGB, man, they were ruthless. And here in the last few years, it kind of seems like they lost their touch a little bit. And one of the things I was very impressed with out of all this was the fact that Obama's orders were not to capture him. It was to kill him. We're not going to waste time and money on a military tribunal. We got enough evidence of it. Do it and be done with it. Yep, but the thing about this, I mean, good thing about this, nobody was, you know, you know, everybody left, you know, out their lives and their yep. limbs. Yep. You know, and and that, and that says a lot about that too. Well, you know, it's been it's been over ten years. You know, it, I mean, I think uh, I personally think hey, you you got them. Hey, take them out. No need to spend more money on them. You know. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, hey, it, you know, these gentlemen that done this ain't got names, ain't got socials. Believe me when I tell you that. You know, they, they don't exist. You know, 
like I told you a long time ago. Uh, you know, there, there's 25 different levels of top secret clearance. The president's only number 15. <laughs> Get out. So, I mean, these gentlemen here knew exactly what they were doing. Uh, don't be, don't be surprised if you never find out who they are. I don't want to know who they are. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do know a little something about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, these guys, marvelous job, marvelous job. Yeah. Okay, uh, I wanted to go to another clip really quick. Remember I, I mentioned that um, one of um, Osama bin Laden's sons has, has came out and has spoken up and said that he wants to be um, someone that promotes peace and kind of bridges the gap, gap between the Western world and the world of Islam. And I want you guys to listen to this because his son looks just like him. He looks like a younger version of his son. And um, not a bad-looking, not a bad-looking guy at all. Not a bad-looking guy. You can tell that, you know, even if he if he wanted to follow his father's footsteps, he easily could, could have, you know, because he was brought up in that way. But he, he decided that he wanted to take another path. And um, he says he hasn't spoken to his father or had anything to do with him in over 10 years. And his name is Omar. And then we're going to go to this clip really quick, and I want to come back and see what you guys think about that. Um, and and I, I want to know, do you think his offspring should be condemned or should they be judged by his father's actions? So when we come back, we're going to discuss those issues really quick. Omar Osama bin Laden bears a striking resemblance to his father, but the 26-year-old son of the al-Qaeda leader, Osama bin Laden, says he and his father have very different values. Omar wants to be an ambassador for peace between Muslims and the West. I uh, personally asked my father, uh, like son, son like uh, son to father, to give me uh, a proof from the God or from Quran, or from Hadith, about this is way is right or wrong. Omar lived with his father in Sudan and Afghanistan. He says he trained at an al-Qaeda camp, but returned to his homeland of Saudi Arabia in 2000. He now spends most of his time in Egypt. The younger bin Laden made headlines last year when he married a 52-year-old British woman. Omar is a very, very peaceful person. He believes in peace. He believes in talking. He believes in sitting down and resolving something rather than fighting. The couple is planning a 3,000-mile horse race across North Africa to draw attention to the cause of peace. Omar bin Laden did not renounce his father, but says he has not spoken to him since 2000. After I leave, uh, every contact is cut. Only I see him on the TV, uh, or he see me in the TV or in the news. Osama bin Laden is believed to have 19 children. Diane Kelly, mm. the Associated Press. Wow, nineteen children. Not children, but children. <laughs> hey, I bet you he was that's on a, a, a lot. More you at some point or another, huh? <laughs> oh no. But you know what? I, I wonder, like, you know, would it be an honor to even claim that he was that he's the father of your child? 
I mean, is that is that a badge of honor? You think? Or, I mean, or the, I don't know. Like again, that, I, mean, I guess that kind of where in the world you live in. Yeah. You know, because I, I, right after 9-11, I, I do remember this. Right after 9-11 happened and Bin Laden became uh, public enemy number one around the world, you know, the number one name given to Muslim children was Osama. Right. You know, I mean, that, that, that would be in honor of him, of course, you know. It, it was uh, it was it, it was one big big deal. Now should, should they be condemned? Absolutely not. You know, but here, here's the thing with it. You know, just like uh, Saddam during the Iran Iraq War, we supported Saddam. You know, to knock out the Ayatollah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Saddam turned on us. It was the same deal with Osama. We we. Supported Osama during the Cold War and Al Qaeda to help Afghanistan rise up against communist Russia. I th- I personally think if any, we need to just stay away from supporting any foreign leaders or any foreign government. You know, they always turn on us. It's happened throughout history. Look at Castro, Noriega, you know, um, Marcos. I mean, I really could go on with this. I don't know. Yeah. One of the things that I thought about Omar's clip there is, you know, he wants to be a candidate for peace. He wants to be this or that. That's great. That's wonderful. And, you know, especially with Osama bin Laden being his father. He wants to get out there and put a peaceful campaign out there. Great. Wonderful. However. <laughs> mm. However. We, we know when you come about to come with the however, Michael. We just know. I'm a suspicious individual. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that is great. That is wonderful. Do you want to do that? However, I just wouldn't hand him the golden key to the city just yet. That'd be one of those yeah, things. Yeah, you, heard. you you lead it through example. You show us that that's what you're really about and what you're really doing, and then we'll think about uh, trusting you after we can establish that you are what you say you are. But did you, didn't you notice in the report when when the reporter said that um, he he necessarily didn't he didn't necessarily denounce his father? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, I was really suspicious of that because if you if you have a totally different value set from him, and you haven't supposedly been around him and spoken to him in all these years, you know, why why wouldn't you denounce that? This guy's done some horrific things, and you still won't denounce him. But you're but you're an advocate for peace, and you're trying to, you know, I, I don't know. Is there something about that? You know, upon closer examination, some some things are not adding up. Yeah, but it, you and know, I said maybe you know maybe he maybe he is like you know, um, all for uh, promoting peace, but it's just something that's just not adding up with that. Right. Does anyone happen to know a little bit more on the Islamic standpoint of that? I don't know if there's maybe a 
religious standpoint with renouncing parental figures or something? I don't. I'm not familiar enough to know. Is that anything? Because he and, and it probably that's one of the things too. Because um, respect for um, your elders, or respect for you know your parents. Um, it's probably one of those things. It's, it's probably ingrained in the culture and stuff like that. So maybe it is a cultural thing. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I'm pretty ignorant on it myself. So you know, I I couldn't tell you what where the stance is with it. Um, which, but, but you, but know, you know what? I really want to do a show on this eventually. Have someone that is uh, that practices Islam and have them come on here and kind of break down the truth. And like break down the the uh, falsehoods that have been uh, been put out here uh, when it pertaining to um, Islam, and I think that would be very beneficial. And I'm gonna try to work on that for a future show because I, like you said, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, same here. But yeah, uh, oh. it, it uh, yeah, you know, I mean, to me, it it, it kind of does trouble me on that too that he's not denouncing it. But I think yeah. that has more to do with uh, you know it, because if you notice okay once, once again I'm, you know I, I, don't, I don't stereotype this but if you notice no Muslim uh, denomination I, I, the word just ain't coming up today <laughs> but no, nobody denounced Osama bin Laden and Al Qaeda's, you know, um, uh, actions on 9/11. No Muslim church, they did, which is why there's such a big deal over them building a Muslim temple there at the site of 9/11. Ooh, know? yeah. But uh, it, you know, that's not to say they're all bad. You know, not at all. You know, I know, I know mm-hmm. plenty of people who are great people, you know. Right. Um, but and, and sometimes I think it just takes sitting down and asking the questions and having a respectful dialogue. I, I think that sometimes, right. you know, right. um, it, it takes that instead of assuming, especially yeah. if you have people that are willing to share with you. Yeah. Um, Guys, we have a, another caller online that just joined. Uh, we're gonna go to the lines and see who um, who this is. Three one seven four four four. Do you have a question or a comment? Just listening. Are you just listening? Uh oh, girls, it's Deandra. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for joining in tonight, girl. Mm-hmm. You just getting? You still at work? Or you just getting out? Hello? Yeah, what'd you say to Uh, you just getting off of work? You still at work right now? I'm just getting off. Ah, okay. Yeah, we just, uh, right now we're just talking about the whole entire uh, uh, Bin Laden situation, and we're going to be jumping into, like, the whole birther situation and, and dealing with Obama's um, birth certificate, in, but you know, in a little bit. But, um, you know, just feel free to jump in if you got something to say. Mm-hmm. And we'll just, you know, let you chill out now. 
And I, I think if you want to uh, make a comment, you can raise your hand like you can press one or something like that. So, you know, just just let us know. Okay. All right. All right. Um, what I think I'm going to do, guys, is I need to take a break really quick because um, we will jump back. We're going to um, lighten things up a little bit. Um we want to talk about, did you guys hear about that, that entire, uh, I guess, what was that, that, was that like the White House, um, that, what's that, that, that dinner they had, not a dinner, that's, I'm thinking, I'm making this like it's like a church dinner where they selling fried chicken and pork chops and stuff, mm. I'm talking about the, it was like a roast or like some type of, I don't know press, what it was. A uh, like, press corps meeting or something, a press association? Yeah, something like that at the White House. Yeah, it was a media group. Yeah, so I have a couple clips from that, man, and I'm going to tell you, when I say Obama lit into Donald Trump, or I call him Donald Duck, a, <laughs> a Donald Chump, when, when I say that he lit into his ass, he lit into that ass. And I'm telling you, I say him, nor that toupee, could stand the heat. <laughs> you know, I, I could have sworn that damn toupee started drawing up in the back. <laughs> that toupee was drawing up in the back, baby, because I tell that you what. That was that new growth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the money he got, you'd think he'd be able to afford some hair clubs for men. Uh, I don't know if he could or not. Everything I he touches he goes under. Hmm. I said, you know what? A person's hairstyle should tell you if their business is going under or not. And damn, his hairstyle told the story a whole long damn time ago. Because I tell you what, that that's that's horrible. That's horrible. Mm. Well, guys, I'm gonna go to a quick song really quick. I I need to give me I need to give me a drink of water because I need to refresh myself because you know. I'm, <laughs> Cause we, go, cause I'm about to laugh my ass off here in a minute. So I'm gonna have to go get a drink of water real quick, and I'm gonna go to a quick song. And I'm gonna be back here um, in a minute, and I'm trying to find a little something on here that we're gonna all, and you know, something that we can get into. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna play for you guys, um, Jill Scott. She's gonna play. You a new song on her upcoming album. It hasn't hit the stores yet, but I really like this song. Jill Scott is a very, very unique artist. She she does a lot of poetry mixed with spoken word, a lot of soul in her music. You know, very artistic um, young woman. And um, I kind of like how she she she's getting that personal image together. You know, she's been gone. She ain't put out an album in about four years, but, you know, she, she's back looking sexier than ever. You know, she's she lost a little weight, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to play a little bit of her, and then when um, we come back, if I can find it, I think I download. Okay, here we go. All right, when we come back from this quick song, we will um, jump into the rest of our show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
touch your neighbor and say, F you. God, I wish I had. God, I wish I had 25 people that say, I forgive you for whatever you said about me. Not just your neighbor. Look down your whole road saying, F y'all too. Go ahead and tell them. You know what? Y'all looking at me crazy. Would you do me a favor? Take your phone out. Text all your exes and say, I'm at church. F you. Forgive you for lying on me and talking about me. Pastor, my mama don't like you. Well, F your mama. My family don't like you. F your family too. You know what? Jump on your feet. Step your finger. Say, F everybody. And F. God, I wish I had five people that would jump on your feet and high five six people. Say, F you. Go ahead. Tell them. F you. Go ahead. High five somebody else. Say, F you. Y'all, F you. Y'all, F you. F all y'all. F you. God, I wish I had somebody that would have a little church with me. And thank God that he forgave you for all your sins. And now you can forgive everybody else. All right, welcome back. Just had to take a little quick break. Um, kind of break this thing up here. You know, so is everybody still with us right now? We're going to do a little shout-out thing. Uh, 444, you still with us? Okay. H2A, you still with us? Okay, still with us. 663, you still with us? Yes, sir. All right, we're back. Now, um, just as I promised, we, we, we have a little, well, yeah, a little clip from, um, you said it was like a press meeting or something like that? It was some type of correspondence, uh, media. Yeah, I, I, I never really got what it what actually what it actually was, but I, I just I know Obama. He was like one of the keynote speakers, so I said, you know, I just heard about this today, and I said, well, I got to get this clip on the show. I said, this is hilarious, you know. And you know, like I said, you know, it, this is kind of like uh, this. This is going to kind of I don't want to say ruin Donald. Trump, but at least it's going to ruin his chances at becoming president because nobody's going to take him serious after this. Like, you, you were saying all this stuff about Obama, and then he turns back around and, you know, he leads the troops in defeating Osama bin Laden. You know, you you, you know you made it seem like he was, you know, someone that wasn't um, qualified to attend an Ivy League university and, you know, you said all this this evil and hateful stuff towards him, and then he turns around and does this. You know, I think it, it came right along at the right time, you know. So what we're going to do is go to this clip really quick, and then we're going to come back. I did get that information. Really, White House Correspondents Association dinner. Okay, there we go. Thank you for getting that for us. I said I needed to get that um Actual um, The name of that event So I'm going to go to this clip really quick If I can find it I got so many things on here now Um, Let's see Um, I'll have 
to do a little experiment here because I think I see three of the same thing. So we're just going to have to see. And so shortly after taking office, I directed Leon Panetta. Okay, that's not it. And so shortly after taking office. Okay, that's three of the same thing. I was hoping that I had it on here because I said, man. And so shortly after taking office, I directed. Bear with me really quick. I don't think that it recorded. But anyways, the gist of it was, and I'm so mad at myself because I thought I uploaded this. I think um, I have it here if you'd like it. Okay. I think I do. This is... Uh, actually a C-SPAN clip. Uh, it's President Obama at the 2011 White House Correspondents Association dinner held at the Hilton. Was it the Hilton? Well, anyway, we'll see. I hope this is correct. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Well, evidently, maybe not. It was a nice attempt. <laughs> I really wanted everybody to hear this, and I don't know why it recorded it. I uploaded it, like, and I don't know why I uploaded this particular clip, like, three times. Um, darn it. Oh, well. Um... I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a, I'm going to, let me see if I can do this real quick. I'm going to go to just a quick song real quick, and I, I'm going to see if I can try to upload it really quick, because I want you guys to really hear this. Um, yeah, I'll just go to a quick uh, song, and I'm going to see if I can try to get it on here. I don't know if it's possible since I'm on air, but I'm going to try. And then when we come back, um, I'm going to see if I can try to play it for you guys. Oh 
a lot of these people become so irrelevant. They they become famous off of, you know, pretty much being whores and sluts, pretty much. <laughs> you know it. And I, and I think today, and we're going to probably talk, talk about this more on Thursday because we're going to have a show, um, more like an entertainment type of show entitled Nobody Owes You anything because I think now we living in a society where some people just think because they can they can suck and screw their way to the top they they feel that they can become a celebrity because you have a lot of women out here today that pretty much make their their living off of being whores and sluts pretty much I mean uh, and a lot of them like they're not even smart about it like they they like to sleep around with with these different Rappers and athletes and stuff like this, but they want to they want to go out and, and tell everybody and, and write books and and be seen, aka Grand yeah. Stephen. And you know, and it's just not cute. And it's, these young girls think that they can they can they can. Everybody's trying to be the next sensational video vixen, and it's and it's not a cute lifestyle. It's honey, it's not a cute lifestyle. It's just not right. You know, and I, I just have a problem with these girls. You know, like I said, you know, you do you. If you want to live like that, that's fine. But you don't realize that you have a lot of younger girls looking up to you, and they think that's how that's how it goes. Like, I don't have to go to school. I don't have to uh, be with the man that wants to be with me because he's into me. I want to be with the man because, you know, I can sleep, sleep my way to the top. I can get on a reality TV show, act like a act like a damn fool, and act like a, act like a slut, and, and and not realize my worth. And then you want to sit up here and get mad when rap artists make songs that degrade women, but you're living the stereotype. I mean, if am I wrong? Am I mean, or is there just, or is it just me? Like. You know, if anybody has a comment, call in at uh, 646-915-8200 yeah. because I, I really think that this is, like, glamorized on TV today, and I would be scared to death to have a daughter today. I really would. Hey, bro. So, what? yeah. Hey, it, it, just out of curiosity, meaning that we got on that topic, uh, <laughs> but you, you know, that stupid show, speak, speaking of little sluts, uh, you know that that one stupid show about uh, about teenage moms and what's that? Whatever happened oh, to that? Sixteen to pregnant. You talking about sixteen and pregnant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to that one oh. idiot that decided to assault her boyfriend on live or her ex on live TV? She you did know? what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, one of them, one of the ones from that cast. Uh, she she ended up girl. She, she, Hold up, was was it Gary Shirley of the the big one? No, 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 no. It, it was the one that was from Indiana. She was like from Anderson, Indiana, or something like that. Yeah, that's, from, that's that's who you talking about because I met the I met the one guy. I met him like about a year ago out in Bry Ripple, and uh-huh. like I, I didn't even know who he was. Everybody said he oh, he's on MTV. You know, wow, they was all running up to him. So you know, I went over there and talked to him, and he was talking about how. He was, because um, he was with some other guy that uh, he's on my he's on my Facebook page too. He's pretty cool, but he was 
but they came down from Anderson, and they was hanging out in Broad River because I met them in Subway right across the street from Brothers. And, uh-huh. and he was talking about how he was really bragging about how he's on that show, and he was really bragging about he was showing me clips on his phone of where his girlfriend was beating up on him and slapping him in the damn face and this, that, and the other. And, and my, that's him. You talking about him? Yeah. Yeah, he was a he, he really thought that was cute. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, is this dude, is this fame to you, dude? She, I mean, she went off on him. He just kept backing off, and she's just whining. And it, I mean, they MTV put it on the air, right? I mean, it was like bam, right? It was like a uh-huh. up there press charges on her for assault and battery or aggravated assault, something like that, because she just went off on the poor guy. And it was, it was over him getting his daughter. She kept saying, she kept saying you ain't getting her, blah, 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 blah. And he, I mean, he's like, I am getting her, you know, I'll get the cops and this. And she goes, you got the cops. And that's when she started beating the hell out of him. And his yeah, ass, he ain't thinking about her because he he was up in he was up in the restaurant bragging about it to everybody, showing him like I guess he had YouTube tube on his phone and he thought that was just the cutest thing. And, and okay, and here's my question: If the show is called Six, I don't know how long the show's been on air. Mm-hmm. And this this is what I I want to know. Okay, if the show's been on air for a while, okay, that's different because you know they could be older now. Yeah. But as of last year, I'm, I want to know how long that show's been on air because he's old enough to go to the bars and barbers, so he has to be at least 21. And he's probably right. like 22, maybe 23 now. So you mean to tell me that you were throwing a 16-year-old? Well, you, well, you know, most of them don't be 16, though. Yeah, they know? yeah some of them don't be 16. Yeah, from the moment oh, the show gets... It it, uh, it it normally takes one to two years to produce to get it on the air, unless it's a live show. That was not a live mm-hmm. show. You know, the whole season was filmed before they added it all out to put on the air. Mm. But, yeah, they, no, check this out. because it And this is probably why he was bragging, okay? Because I ended up finding out through one of my little sources, you know, that mm-hmm. I ended up finding out that she ended up getting paid like 200 k to do the show. What? Yeah, yeah, that's how, she, how, that's how much she made for the season that she was on the show. That had to get released because of the lawsuit that was put on her by the DA. Mm. You know? And he was probably laughing because he got some of that money, you know, after the after charges were pressed. And that makes a lot of sense, too, because, like, how can you get your ass beat like that? I mean, excuse me for being vulgar, but I'm just going to keep it real. You know how we keep it real on this show, if you haven't known, noticed already. How the hell do you get your ass beat like that, and then you just and you just think it's just – it was almost like he looked at it as, wow, you know, boy, this happened back in the day. It ain't like it just happened because you would have still been pissed about it. You see what I'm saying? Like, but either that, even so, man, I, that would just be so, to, uh, I mean, that would be just so embarrassing, you know? It's it's so embarrassing. I, I don't even know. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say about it. But 
I just want to know where's the parents. Like, where were the parents? Like, who? who I, I don't know. Like, wh- are they ashamed? Or, I mean, how do they feel about it? Or do they even care? Because, you know, they probably got half of the money, too, because, you know, they shoot them as well, too. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. I guess I said shit. Somebody's getting getting the cut of that. But it's it's not only just that show. It's, you know, like I said, I guess we watch, like, Bad Girls Club and watch all these other shows, and we get a kick out of it. But really, at the end of the day, it's really sad. It's really sad because after these shows, after these shows die out, these people become so irrelevant. Like they they don't have anything to bring to the table anymore. You know, so it's I don't know. It's it's one of those things that we're gonna continue talking about this on Thursday and probably in upcoming shows. But I really think a lot of these people think that somebody owes them something, and everybody's trying to be. Famous off of nothing Like there's certain people on YouTube Now and I'm not going to mention any names So we're going to talk more about it on Thursday But they think that Honey they think that somebody owes them something Because they get on YouTube And Make make an ass out of themselves And tell stories and this that and the other They think that people are supposed to donate Money to them and if you don't They want to get pissed off at you But the last time I checked Boo Boo this is a damn recession, and nobody has the money or the time to be giving you something so that you can go move out of your mama's house and move to the other side of the country, you know, and live your dream while all of us are struggling. Because you have followers on YouTube, you think they're supposed to just give you money. We're going to talk about that situation later on this week. But it seems like everybody is trying to become an overnight celebrity. And to me, it's, like, so not cute. Like, what happens to people, you know, gaining, like, uh, fame? I mean, if you're going to become famous, what what happens to people doing it the old-fashioned way? Like, everybody wants to get online. Everybody wants to just be out there. And they think that's how you're supposed to get fame. Like, no, I don't think that's right. But... Hell, you know, what do I know? Well, I, I wonder if that isn't partly because of the advent of the technology the way it is, because it's kind of one of them things like saying, well, it's the way of the world. It's all that that generation knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, um, I finally got my clip to show up online, and I really want you guys to hear this. Um. When we come back, I want to hear your uh, thoughts on it. Um, this is uh, President Obama uh, tactfully addressing Trump. So let's take a listen. There's a vicious rumor floating around that I think could really hurt Mitt Romney. I heard he passed universal health care when he was governor of Massachusetts. <laughs> Someone should get to the bottom of that. And I know just the guy to do it. Donald Trump is here tonight. Now, I know that he's taken some flack lately. 
But no one is happier, no one is prouder to put this birth certificate matter to rest than the Donaldson. And that's because he can finally get back to focusing on the issues that matter. Like, did we fake the moon landing? <laughs> what really happened in Roswell? And where are Biggie and Tupac? All kidding aside, obviously we all know about your credentials and breadth of experience. Um, for example, uh, no, seriously, just recently in an episode of Celebrity Apprentice, at the steakhouse, the men's cooking team uh, did not impress the judges from Omaha Steaks. And there was a lot of blame to go around, but you, Mr. Trump, recognized that the real problem was a lack of leadership. And so ultimately, you didn't blame Little John or Meatloaf. You fired Gary Busey. And these are the kind of decisions that would keep me up at night. Well handled. Say what you will about uh, Mr. Trump. He certainly would bring some change to the White House. Let's see what we've got up there. I just wanted to play that quick clip. There was a second part, too, I wanted to play. Uh, it was like he, he kind of took jabs at Fox News, too. And, you know, he kind of made you know he kind of made fun of himself, like, you know. But he, he had, like, a, a goal behind it. I guess he was, like, saying, well, for the very first time, we have actual footage of me being born in Africa. And then he played a clip of Lion King. He says that, oh, by the way, this was just me being sarcastic, Fox News, because we know how you, to pretty much use them because we know how you like to take things and run with it. <laughs> so he <laughs> no, kind of let them have it. Like, it was kind of funny to me. Like, you would have to get the whole gist of it by watching it because you sh you should have seen Trump's face. He, was just, he just had a real stupid look on his face like he was just so damn embarrassed, you know? I mean, but what could you say? That's I mean, true. First of all, you brought it up, you brought it up on yourself. You know, do you have the Fox News pulled up? If you don't, I think I do. Mm -hmm. you have the okay. Fox well, yeah, do you have it? Yeah, I've got it here. It comes in okay. right after you hear the Lion King thing, and he directly addresses them. Be clear to the Fox News table. That was a joke. That was not my real birth video. That was a children's cartoon. Call Disney if you don't believe me. They have the original long-form version. I think that was it. Yeah, uh, but you know, it, it, it's, 
it was it was really funny. Like you know, that was that was him taking a jab back at him. I said, you know, I mean, but what could he say though? Like you know, you brought it upon yourself. You publicly called this man out. Mm-hmm. You thought you were so arrogant, and you thought you could do it because you have money, and then you tried to say that the quote unquote. This is what he says: the blacks, the blacks like the blacks love me. I said, honey, I don't know. Who said that? Well, you got. That's what Trump. The Trump said. Trump said the blacks love me. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Uh, I don't know too Obama many of that anybody book. that loves him. But this is what I'm saying. That's why Obama in that first clip says the Donald because that you know because he 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 said the blacks like they really like him like he referred to African Americans as the blacks, uh-huh. you know. And just because you have a bunch of black, ignorant black celebrities on your show, arguing and duking it out on your show and exploiting themselves, don't think that all America, all black America supports you. Because first of all, quiet as it as it's kept, I'm pretty sure after this show's over with, they're gonna have a lot to say about you. You know, they probably can't say much about you now, but they're gonna have a lot to say about you after the show. And then you, you try to attack the president and imply that he was underqualified to attend uh, an Ivy League university, and then you just you just pretty much pretty much put him in a you know old slave master and slave son slash boy type of you know situation, and you know that's very disrespectful for you. It's not a cute look for you. And a lot of people have is lost lost respect for you. And uh, from what I heard, I guess he's supposed to be coming here for the Indy 500. And there's a lot of people that's pro- protesting that because they says you know they don't want the image of the Indy 500 to be tarnished by him coming here after all the stuff that he's been you know in the news about lately and all this that and the other. So there's you know, a lot of people. It's um, it's going to really pain me to say this. And I know I'm probably going to catch hell for saying it. But you know what? Knowing the way that the state of Indiana works, I'm surprised they didn't welcome him with open arms. Mm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I think it's going to, it's going to really I, – I, I think it, if they're going to be smart and they want to become more diverse, I don't think it's a good business move. Believe believe me, you, he's getting a lot of flack from it. It's not just like a couple people. Well, instead of progressing forward, how Indiana seems to go backwards. (laughs) Yeah, but I I just I don't think it'll be a smart move for them to do that. And and seeing this is, and you know, you know, like I said, I keep it real. This is where we as a community, as blacks, we need to stop supporting people because we have more money, economic, and we're more economically powerful than what we think. You know, we uh, we are major, cons- you know, consumers, and that's part of our problems. We're, that's part of our problems. We're consumers, and we're not. Uh, we, we do more consuming than than supplying. You know, and I, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that uh, situation sooner. We're gonna talk about black economics here. I'm hoping in the next month, and I have a good person to bring on the show about that. But bottom line is the reason why 
we continue to be railroaded, and and the reason why, and I'm not just talking about blacks, but the minorities in general, is because we don't realize the power of our dollars. We'll take any type of abuse, and we'll go to these events, and we know that these people don't give a shit about us, and they don't give a shit about our money. They want to treat us about like second-class citizens, but they'll still take your money. But but the last time I checked, money money is money, no matter who it comes from. And I guarantee you, we stop going to all these places and stop patronizing these people. You know, they'll you know <laughs> they'll feel it. You know, just like when they like they they know that we are a powerful people, but we haven't tapped into that. It's just like a lot of these politicians, and and they do this. You know, uh, only time you hear from them is when it's time to be elected because they know that black vote and that Latino vote is gonna push them over the edge. You see what I'm saying? But see what we what we do? We fall for the okie doke. We'll go and patronize Mary Wong and Chi Chang and Chong. They don't really give a shit about us. You know, you you you'll spend your money um patronizing people that want to give you inferior products and inferior services. You see what I'm saying? And see we as a people we have to stop following into that trap. You know, because the powers that be, they're getting richer while we're getting poor. You see what I'm saying? And we do we we're doing all this consuming, but we're not building any legacy of our own. You see what I'm saying? Like you know, and 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 I think you know, it's it's this is one of those subjects that I, I need to I need to show do a whole show on because it's it goes it's really deep and it goes into so many levels, and I think that the reason why they people people that you know. They can disrespect us is because they know that we're gonna keep coming back. We're gonna take the abuse, you know, and then we're gonna keep coming back. We're gonna keep spending our money because we we're so caught up in the supply. We're we're, we're so caught up in consuming things, and we feel that we can't go without. You know, we rather put our self dignity online and self and uh, self respect on the line. In order to consume And I think that we got to get out of that habit You you, you feel what I'm saying So I don't You know I, I don't know how you feel about that But What, what, what do you feel about that DeAndre <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where should I be <laughs> You know I don't even <laughs> I don't really want to get into it because the list will go on and on. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, am I right though? Yeah. I yeah. mean, we. I don't know. Like we, you know, and that's why people like, like I said, Donald Trump. He, he that's why he continues to get. He gets richer because, you know, he's he's successful because. The people that patronize him don't have any self-respect. He's one of those vicious. He's one of those people, and I'm out for people getting wealth and working hard for it, and this, that, and the other. 
but you know, I have a problem when you're one of these these rich people that have hasn't hasn't really even worked hard for shit, but you keep getting rich off of exploiting other people. You know, and you I, know and what I, the money is. Yeah, you're right. But really, hey, how can we get mad when we allow it? Exactly. Do we have to go? You know me, I, I, you know, and I, I just keep it real. All these black people keep going on this show, knowing how he sees you, and you get on there arguing and acting a fool and turning against each other and doing all this crazy stuff on the show, but you want to keep coming back and making this man look good. Other than a TV personality, do we happen to know what businesses that he's actually involved with? Honestly, um, I I don't know, but I'm pretty sure if he's running his business, it's like his show. I mean, it's, you know, the principles still the same. Oh, I agree, but that's why I say, you know, to know what to boycott I was curious because I didn't know what businesses out there that he had influence or Well, both. that's what that's what we gonna have to do is research. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 not a <laughs> difficult answer to that. All you have to do is we don't have to research. Right, but that's why I was asking if anybody happened to know what they were. Well, I, I don't know, and I. It, I don't, and honestly, I can care less about Donald Trump. He's not like somebody that I have to. That I'm like, that I think about like all day, every day, and care, I can care less if he exists or not. But the reason why he's relevant to me at this point is because you're attacking the president of the United States, and you know, and you know, to me, I just think that's uncalled for. Like, I know it's it's okay to have criticism. But it, it comes to a point where that's just tacky. You know, what what you're saying is tacky, it's flat out racist, you know, and then for you to have these, you know, ideas of black people, for you to have a, a show where you have mostly black people on it, and then, you know, they have them on there arguing and acting a fool and making them and I hate to say it, you're just making them look stereotypical. You know, I just I have a problem with that. That's just I I really have a problem with that, and I think a lot of people are starting to see him for what he really is, and it's embarrassing. And I then think you if also, you know the Republican Party has any sense, they wouldn't endorse him if they had sense. You also if they're have trying to, to become a party that's the, diverse, huh? You also have to blame the people for going on there as well, because these are not kids; these are grown people. Mhm. I don't. I don't know what kind of carrot he's dangling in front of them, but like you said, hey, they're the ones that's hey. You gonna put it out there, just like like women. You know, you sit up here and claim that you know um, that men do this, this, and that to you, but you put it out there, they gonna they gonna they gonna take it. You know, and it's the same principle. If you, if you, you know, go on the show, complain on how you being um, uh, exploited. 
Sometimes just get a kick out of being on TV, period. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm just gonna keep it real with you. I'm not feeling Nene. I'm just I've never been a Nene person because I think I think she's loud, obnoxious and over the top and I think she's doing that because that's all she can bring to the scene now and that's all people know her for is. Like but besides that, she ain't got shit to bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, when she, her and LaToya Jackson got into it like a couple of weeks ago. I, I don't watch a show like that, but I just heard about it on, you know, radio, and I've heard on it, about it on other um, uh, different networks and stuff like that. Like, girl, you getting on this show showing off and talking loud and ghetto, and you really think you're trying to put somebody on blast, girl, you're putting yourself on blast. Cause you, cause you really making yourself look like an ignorant. Okay, I'm not gonna even say what that was just went through my mind, but you get the gist of it. You know what I'm saying? Don't you know? I don't know. It just seems like today, like like in the entertainment entertainment industry, people are willing to sacrifice their self respect and self dignity and pride for a couple bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like money has became um, Look at the reality shows. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These people come yeah. from reality shows. Yeah, and these some of these, like with Trump's situation, those are mostly celebrities, I guess. And then they're not even like average Joe citizen. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Nene, she's on there. She came from a reality show, like Real Life, uh, Housewives of Atlanta. That's where she got her notoriety from. So, of course, you already know what, what she's on. Not mm. just like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Mm, Hello? Oh, okay, I thought you were saying something. But, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I don't know. It's it's just, it just seems like people will do anything to be famous today, and it's just really sad. You know, everybody wants to overnight you know, fame, and they're willing to sell themselves out for it, you know. And then after that little 15 minutes of fame is over with, what do you have to show for it? You know, I mean, if if it was just something, if it was just a fad, then you have nothing to fall back on. Most of them Just probably like don't anyway. Huh? You said they'd have nothing to fall back on. I said most of them probably don't anyway. The only thing they're going to fall back on is they back. And then you yeah, you, you figure out the rest from that. <laughs> yeah, they, they got something to fall back on, all right. Yeah, just like that Antoine Dotson guy. I said, you know, that's that's a shame. Only, you, you know who I'm talking about, Deanna. Uh-huh. You know, that 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 guy set up set up there and got famous for being ignorant on on a newscast. And now this queen is like all over, you know, the press. But you know, his he's starting to die down a little bit too. You know, and he's just another one of them queens now. 
you know, you know, you got a little fame on, you know, on the internet and stuff like that, but now, you know, what what do you have? You know, and these people think that they they're gonna be able to live off of that for the rest of their lives. No, I mean you're gonna go right back to the, to the projects where you came from, or just depending the project slash you know trailer or governmental housing or whatever, and you're gonna be a nobody because you have no other skills to offer anybody. You didn't want to get off your lazy behind and um, take advantage of the opportunities around you. You know, you wanted to fall into a stereotype. You didn't want to, you know. So what you did is you, you took those negative stereotypes and you tried to capitalize off of it. Okay, and it, and, and it may have worked for a while, but it's not a permanent thing because that gets old after a while. So, you know, it, it, that's why I say it's important for people to get get their education, you know, take advantage of the opportunities of, around you and make something of yourself because really this this 5-minute fame and this 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 you know, this little 15 minutes of fame or whatever, it, it it's it's not going to be long lasting. And even if you do make a few coins off of Nine times out of ten, these people ain't smart enough to invest, like, the little money that they get. Yeah, it's the cold, hard truth. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's crazy. I said, honey, you know you don't need something to... <laughs> Substantial just to get by today, especially when we have gas prices up past four dollars and thirty cents. Huh. That's bad when you have to get a part-time job and you have the budget just to keep gas in your car. I work a full-time job and I'm watching my gas consumption pretty strict. <laughs> You're getting to that point now, so you you got to go to work. It's bad. Some people got to choose between going to work and eating. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know that's bad when you got a budget. Like it's crazy. I was just talking to one of my friends. She said, she said, shoot, I got to get me another job, a part time job. Just so I can just keep gas in my car, because I mean, when you're single, you're doing it all by yourself. Amen to that. Or at least that's the hope that if you're single, you're doing it all by yourself. <laughs> mm. I tell you, this 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 economy is so bad now. It's just you know, it seems like everybody's going up on everything. Shoot, I'm hearing now like a lot of these places that used to do free delivery. Shoot, they charging now. Yeah, I mean every everything's going up. Everybody's cutting back. 
Yeah. Honestly, you can't blame them. I mean, like, especially places yeah. like that have delivery services. You can't blame them, but still, it's it's sad when it has to get to that point. Yes, yeah, it's a reality of what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to get on here tonight and just do a quick show about, you know, what's been going on in the media and stuff like that, you know. And it's just, like I said, we, you know, uh, I just, I really hope Americans don't get into the mindset that we don't have anything to worry about. Right. And I I don't know. I think it's going to, after a couple of days, I think, with the, once the dust settles, so to speak, I think people will get back in the frame of mind. Go, okay, now we, you know, we won the battle, but we still have the war going on. So I think. Oh yeah. I think they'll readjust reasonably well after a few days, but yeah. and you know though this is something I think with the state that the country has been in currently, with the economy and the gas prices and unemployment rates. This is actually some good news that will pick the country's spirits up a little bit. Yeah. You know, and looking from a political standpoint also, President Obama could use something like this, getting ready to get out there and start campaigning again, because there was a question at one time about his ability to handle matters with foreign policy and military actions, well, I think that uh, he showed he's not afraid to make the tough call. So I think this can be an all-around good thing on a lot of different levels. Just all, it's just about playing the game and knowing when to strike. And, and like me and you were just talking, I, I kind of think that um, – I really think that next his next term, cause I really think he has a good chance of getting back in there. I, do I think his next term, I think his next term is going to uh, be a lot of things he's gonna like that he wants to try to pass. I think he's gonna try to aim for those next time. Yeah, because he more, he doesn't want to get too controversial the first time. Right, a lot of people are getting <laughs> frustrated, but you just have to play the game. Right. And, you know, I think in, you know, God willing and the creek don't rise or however that deck is stacked when it comes to the balance in Congress. But I think on his second term, we're going to see a much more firmer stance on a lot of issues. I think we lost Jr. But oh, shit, I think we lost DeAndre too. <laughs> we're but, still here. Uh, yeah, we're still here. But yeah, I think um, we got about eight minutes left. I think I'm gonna probably uh, close out the show kind of early. All right. But, we have uh, anything else you wanted to cover? If I had anything else Hey if we got a minute or two of airtime, Mind if I pitch my website on the thing Yeah go ahead Alright 
some of you probably know that I have a website, uh, www.sunrisehumanity.com. Just done a little bit of an update on that site. Uh, sorry about that. Just done a little bit of an update on that website. Uh, put up a new article called Diet or Energy and Diet and Life, and kind of how these things merge and go together and how they bleed over into one another. And I think hopefully it will be informative and maybe have some good tips and maybe open people's eyes a little bit and hopefully help somebody out if it's something that they've been thinking about, maybe bring a unique perspective to things. But uh, that's under my energy principles tab. So if you guys get a chance, feel free to check it out, please. And if you have any questions, my information is under the Contact Me tab, or if I can just tell you here, it is michael at sunrisehumanity.com. So check it out. Love to hear what you got to think about it. All right. That sounds good. Well, everybody needs you to go on there and check things out, and make sure you go over and subscribe to um the the YouTube channel as well. His YouTube channel is Sunrise Humanity, all one word. And make sure you go on there and subscribe and do that as well. And while you're at it, go ahead and check out some of our videos too. We did just I just put up a video today, a quick video in reference to the entire um um bin Laden um killing. So make sure you go and watch that. And uh, we're gonna probably put up some ex uh I can't even speak excerpts of the show here in the next couple of days tomorrow night. I have some plans, you know. Got to get my um, groove on tomorrow, honey. So I'm going to be going out tomorrow night. Um, so you will probably have those up, I'm hoping, by Wednesday. If not, I'm going to try to get them up by Friday because we have a show on Thursday. So um, make sure you guys just check out all of our stuff. Um, we're going to be getting out here pushing the channel more soon. And, and I'm hoping that we're going to have part part three of our series, um, Preference versus Prejudice, um, because I think we have um, tried to get Brothers United on the show, um, get their point of view on things and what they're doing for the LGBT community. So we still got a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, just keep keep a lookout for us. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of different things this summer. Um, we're going to probably be doing more with the YouTube channel. Um, so I know Pride's coming up here in about a month. Yeah, just <laughs> a little over a month. So we're going so to have some footage for that. Um, we're going to try to just give you some more up personal, up and personal interviews with different people this year. So just make sure you guys keep it locked, um, and and hopefully we'll have this website done here pretty soon. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. You know, you'll definitely know when it's um, when we release it. So other than that, um, I think that's about it. Um, you see how much time we have? Like about five minutes left. So I think I'm going to. Uh, Go ahead and close out. You have anything else to add, or no? Not that I can think of right now. 
All right. Well, once again, this is the Urban Wire brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues impacting the urban community. Hit us up on YouTube, um, UCOFW. Hit, um, check out our Facebook page. Uh, we're on Twitter as well, so make sure you subscribe to that. And I think that's about it. So until next time, take care, and um, God bless. Good night. You are now listening.